What's up guys, Nathan here. Today I wanna to talk about the one thing in poker that holds 95% of amateurs back. Let's jump right into it. So I've worked with a lot of poker players over the years, especially in small and mid stakes games, and I've gotten to see directly firsthand what holds a lot of them back at the poker tables. And as I've said before in many of these videos and my books and in my blog and stuff, it's often not what most people think. It's not a lack of information about the fundamentals, how to play their ace king and you know how much to raise preflop and stuff like that. Most people, as I've said many times, play relatively decently these days. They understand at least the basics. So what actually holds most people back these days is ego. It is getting far too wrapped up in how good they think they are at the poker table and trying to battle through a lot of difficult situations and I'm going to tell you about five of them today when they are a significant underdog at the poker table. Guys, becoming a long-term profitable poker player, and I'm talking about somebody who can survive the test of time here. You know, we, we see all these flyby guys and girls all the time. You know, they win a big tournament or so. I'm talking about people who stand the test of time. They're in this game over the long run, five years, 10 years, 15 years, whether they play semi-pro or pro. People who stand the test of time like that in this game and are long-term profitable poker players, they understand how to pick their spots well. They don't allow their ego and their emotions to get wrapped up in this game. They don't try to strut their stuff and show how big and tough they are. No, they understand how to pick profitable situations to get in and out when they need to and keep their eyes focused on the long-term goals. So let's jump into the five ego-based things that a lot of amateurs do right now that holds them back. Number one is playing out of position versus good aggressive of poker players. It's something I've talked about a lot in these videos on my blog. I also talk about it at length in my brand new Black Rain 79 Elite Poker University. I'll link to all that in the description below. But what I'm talking about, guys, is getting involved in situations when a good poker player, especially an aggressive one, is on your direct left at the poker table. And the problem here is that they are going to have the statistically proven advantage over you in literally every single hand. And what I mean mean by that is getting to act after you. They get to see what you decide to do first and then they get to make their decision. And guys, there's just no way to overcome this simple rule of the game of poker. I've said it so many times. You can just use a program like Poker Tracker. Again, I'll have links for that in the description below and you can just go filter your results for yourself and see it for yourself. Filter for your hands when you're in position and filter for your hands when you're out of position and you will see that your winnings are massively, massively higher when you're in position because getting to act last, getting to see what they do before you act at the poker table is often the biggest deciding difference in who wins a poker hand. A lot of people think it comes down to your actual cards. It's not, guys. Most people do not have a very good hand the majority of the time in a poker hand. It's who wants it more. And when you get to act last, when you get to see that they've shown weakness so far, you have all of the options in the hand. You can choose to make a bluff. You can choose to just call them. You can choose to even fold and save yourself money if you really believe them, you think that they're strong. So guys, one of the biggest things that holds beginners back specifically is sitting in bad games, which I'm actually gonna talk about in a second on this list, but specifically sitting in spots where you have a good aggressive player on your direct left. Guys, I've talked about it many times, poker is not a game of ego. I will very often just leave the poker table in a spot like this. I really don't care what anybody thinks. I'm not in there to prove anything to anyone, especially if you play online,
online poker, there's literally a hundred other tables to choose from. Sometimes, even if the table is just shorthanded, just get up and go sit at another seat at the same poker table. But guys, don't sit in there and try to fight an uphill battle. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight and try to beat a good player who has direct position against you. It is just literally one of the biggest facepalm blunders you can possibly make in this game. If you want to battle against other good players, at least have the odds in your favor and have position on them. But, but better yet, just don't battle. The good players I've talked about many times, you need to remember why you're at the poker table. It's to play against the weaker poker tables. But let's move on to point number two, and that is playing at stakes that are too high for you. Now guys, everybody has a high degree of confidence in your poker game, as you should. You should absolutely believe that you are the best poker player at the table before you decide to sit down and play. I've talked about this in many videos here on the channel before. By the way, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss my new videos. But we also have to face the cold, hard light of reality, guys. If I choose to go sit down right now at a poker game with uh, Phil Ivey, Daniel Negreanu, uh, I don't know, name some other top players in the world, I'm probably not going to be the best player in that game. I'm, I'm not going to lie. While I like to think I'm pretty good at the game of poker, I also have a grounding in reality. I have to understand who I'm playing against. And typically when you jump up to higher stakes games, you're going to be playing against world-class professionals. Now, this isn't a problem unless you are a world-class professional as well yourself, but I often find that many of the times when amateurs in particular choose to jump up into these games, they are not so much, let's put it that way. So guys, what you need to do is make sure that you are playing in games that you know that you can consistently beat. If you can't confidently say, again, with a large grounding in reality, that you are the best poker player at that table, or at least one of the top players, then you should not be at that table. Guys, do not get your ego involved in what kind of stakes you're playing, especially if you play online. I find this is a huge problem in particular with online poker players. They can't play in small games where it's, you know, the blinds are five cent, 10 cent, because it's just too small of money for them. So they jump up into, you know, the $2, $4 game, thinking that it's gonna be just like their live game at the casino, and they find that they're up against very, very good players, as there are in those games online, and they don't have success, and they wonder why. It's because they're playing in games that are simply above their skill level right now. Now, of course, you can study and improve your game, which I'm actually gonna talk about in a second, and ultimately get to that skill level so that you can beat those games. But if you're currently not at that point, it is a massive mistake to play in games that are above your skill levels. So let's move on to point number three, which as I just mentioned, is studying and improving your game away from the tables. This is something that a lot of people that get their ego involved in this game simply don't do. They have this uh, interesting belief that they can just sit down at the poker table and magically they're supposed to you know, just get a pile of money every single day and they're gonna always win because, you know, they've already studied everything. They already know everything. And guys, honestly, this is just a really bad strategy in today's games. And the reason why is because the game of poker is always evolving. And therefore, if you are not constantly improving and updating your own game, you're simply going to get left behind. The person, the guy or the girl who sits down at the poker table and thinks that they magically know it all and they don't need to study, review their hands in a program like Poker Tracker, for example, or study courses, books, hire a coach, and so on. Again, I'll have links for everything in the description below. The person who doesn't think they need that is often simply going to get left behind by that hungry young kid who is working hard away from the tables, improving their game. So once again, guys, never ever think you know it all in this game. That is one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making these days. Let's move on to point number 
before, and that is playing while on tilt, thinking that you're going to play through it. Guys, you need to understand that everybody gets frustrated with this game from time to time. You get enough bad beats, suck outs, coolers in a row, and it will test the patience of anyone. And really what this does is it causes people to start playing poorly. They start making hopeless calls. They start making ridiculous bluffs that don't make any sense. And what I mean by that is not telling a believable story, as I've talked about in many videos here on the channel in the past. And even worse, they start jumping up to higher stakes, as we already discussed earlier in this video, and playing against better competition who is not currently on tilt. They're not emotional, and they end up digging their own grave in this game. So guys, one of the biggest things that you can do is understand when you're on tilt, learn to read the signs, learn to read when you're moving off the script, when you're, you know, playing hands that you know you shouldn't be playing, when you're making really bad calls and making these wild bluffs that make no sense at all. This is a clear, clear sign that you are on tilt. And I will say that nine times out of 10, Captain Comeback is a really bad idea. Choosing to sit in there while you're steaming for hours and hours on end just to get your money back is almost always, in my experience, a really poor decision. Usually the best thing that you can possibly do for yourself when you're feeling frustrated is simply get up and leave for the day. Guys, you need to always remember that the games are there every single day. They're not going anywhere. You can just come back tomorrow when you're a cool, calm, and collected. You've settled down. You've slept on it and you can start playing your A game again and giving yourself a much better chance to win. So guys, don't chase losses. This is absolutely one of the biggest ego-based mistakes that amateurs in particular make all the time, and it is where they often bury themselves because they end up losing so much money during these tilt sessions that when they finally hit that good run of cards, their profits don't cover all their losses that they threw away in those tilt sessions. So guys, if you feel like you're on tilt, please learn this vital skill of simply allowing yourself to get up from the poker table. You do not need to be sitting there. You do not need to chase losses when you're playing your D, E, or F game. Get out of there. Go do something completely else for the day. Maybe review a couple of your hands and come in there the next day with a fresh mindset. I've talked about so many times in these videos before, guys. This has been one of my biggest advantages over the years is I don't allow people to play against me when I'm at my worst. I get to play against them when they're at their worst, but I do not allow people to play against me when I'm at my worst because I'm out of there. I understand I'm on tilt. I'm off the table. I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow when I'm feeling a lot fresher and more confident. Again, let's move on to my final point. Point number five is playing in terrible games. This is another massive ego-based mistake that a lot of amateurs in particular make. Now, what do I mean by terrible games? I'm talking about games that are full of good, aggressive regulars. What is a regular? A regular is somebody who you see in there at the tables day in and day out. They take the game seriously, just like you do. They're watching videos just like this one. They're perhaps studying training courses, reading poker books, hiring coaches, and so on they're not making big mistakes, guys. These are not the people you're gonna make the money from at the poker tables. You need to be looking for the weak recreational players. That's where literally 90% of your profits are gonna come from, guys. And choosing to get in there, not using any kind of table selection at all, is one of the absolutely biggest ego-based mistakes that people make these days. I've said it many times before, I do not play in a poker game if there is not one clear recreational player 
player at that table. If you use a program like Poker Tracker, which I've recommended for many years, I'll have links in the description, and you play online poker, it will literally show you on your poker table what percentage of hands they're playing. It's called VPIP. I do not play at poker tables unless I see somebody with a VPIP of 40% or more of their hands because that is the definition for me of a recreational poker player. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.